Okay, so, um, listener, dear listener, uh, we, we strive to give you the best audio quality uh, of our uh, delightful little conversations every week. And um, I, ha- I have a rubber stamp that I just like stamp on things all over our studio and just like qu- that just says quality. Yeah. 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 You are the chief quality officer yeah. of this uh, podcast. Yeah, that's um, true. So you've uh, really fallen down on the job. I have. <laughs> yes. I no, have. this is a mea culpa. This is a mea culpa. Uh, you know, just like uh, the loss of Bernie uh, and the very <laughs> Uh, you know, defeats of the left over the last several years. Uh, I take complete responsibility for this. Um, and uh, yeah, I even though this is probably like the 200-somethingeth We've time done we've it a lot this, of times, but you know. Um, I just forgot to, uh, when I was setting up a new track, make it a separate track. So I was not recording my audio for the vast majority of what we did today. Uh, but it's still audible in the other two microphones because we don't have great sound isolation and Brittany being the audio wizard that she is, she's going to try and salvage it. I think I can salvage it. Yeah. And uh, you know, the thing is if you, if probably anybody who's ever done something even similar to this before real knows that like, we can't have that conversation again and it'd be good. Yeah. Right. Cause we've it, already done it. We it, made the jokes. We had the laughs. Yeah. It's just, it would suck. And we are not going to come up with a whole show's worth of new content for yes. you. Sorry, we love you, but not that much. And, and, and <laughs> we, we tried to do it with Judge Dredd like three times. <laughs> right. Oh my God, I forgot about oh, that. Oh, I forgot. We, yeah. did a, we did a riff track of, of Judge Dredd. Yeah. Did we even publish it? I, no, I, don't I so. no. Yeah, it, no. There's we, a, the we, lost Judge Dredd episode. Yeah, we Man. did three attempts at it and uh once again mea culpa i we fucked just it up kept three fucking times. up the audio yeah. um but yeah so anyway uh without further ado here's the episode <laughs> all right so here's here's the deal i had to this is going to sound a little choppy i had to cut out a lot of parts especially parts where chris was sort of driving the next moment in the conversation and the parts where he is speaking obviously don't sound great because i'm isolating him from mine and David's track and then amplifying it as loud as it goes. And you can hear me vaping really well at one point. So anyway, if none of this appeals to you and you just want to get to the good part that sounds normal, hit about 20 minutes into this episode. Thanks so much for your patience with us. We love you. Bye. Yeah, I heard I learned that uh, Angela Lansbury uh, was insistent on hiring aging out uh, Hollywood stars so that they could still get work and get their uh, SAG AFTRA benefits. Yeah, yeah, their pension. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, contribute to their pension. Yeah. Sorry. What's this scheme again? Uh, she, she would, um, they would hire for her show like older kind of like Hollywood stars who were aging out of the industry so that they could keep the, so that they could keep enough hours on their timesheet to you know maintain their pensions oh that's fucking sick yeah yeah Yeah, she's a very cool person yeah she also like did a bunch of aids activism way before it was cool yeah yeah it did like the first uh like televised fundraiser i think for it or something or like they raised like 11 million dollars like some like astronomical sum before any like i think it was before it was it was like while the the Reagan administration was still like, like saying that like th- yeah like this is this is probably good you know just get rid of the get gay, rid of people. These gay people yeah. yeah yeah she was like yeah raising millions for them so we will now be discussing murder she wrote for the next this is now a r- murder she wrote podcast yeah i actually have never watched even one episode of murder oh, yeah. she wrote i think maybe like when i was you know home like summer break during high school like it would like come on after little house on the prairie and then i would be like nah I would turn it off. Yeah. I bet I bet I would like it though. Oh, you would probably. Yeah. yeah. 
What? Wait, whoa. Wait, what? Why would I like it? A lot? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You like murder. Yeah, that's a good point. I do. I do love murder. I, I, lo- I you know, just like old old ladies doing yeah. doing things for people. Like that's a that's a lovely it, thing to watch. It's a little sus that this you know like murder novelist just happens to be around so many murders, so consistent. Yeah. Are you are you accusing her of murdering these people and then writing about it? (laughs) (laughs) If you smell murder everywhere you go, check the bottom of your shoe. Yeah. Local uh, convicted felon of actual election fraud, uh, Kim Fash McPherson. I feel like that makes her sound way cooler than she actually is. But 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 we should go with it anyway because it's funny is now leading the uh, Neighborhood Association meeting that is you know, where I live. <laughs> so so uh, if you are not familiar, she basically was convicted of voter fraud by uh, requesting absentee ballots for people who didn't request them and blah, blah, blah. But, and and yeah, filling them out for herself, uh, crucially. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, then, and then casting them. And then yes. Yeah. And, and now she's an esteemed member of the community. Yeah, and, the... and fucking stool pigeon. So that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, she grabbed that's, out. That's, yeah. that's, that's probably the worst part of it. Is that, like, she did yeah. all those crimes, and then she's also ratting everyone out. Yeah. No no loyalty. And, uh, no fucking loyalty. What was the, the guy that she most recently ratted out? Yeah. The, the Rensselaer County Commissioner? Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the one that printed out the ballots for her, yeah. Still the election commissioner. Commissioner, yes. Also, does she not have a printer? I don't know, man. No, I think it, it no, is that you had to go to him to like punch in stuff. Oh, he's like into the godfather the computer. of the yeah, balance. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. It was also, yeah, it was like a thing where like he would show you how to do it and you'd, you'd fill it all out and then he'd give you the ballot and stuff. It's really it's easy like, to fill out though. No, fill out like the request, the request. And I think like he also like had the data of like what to request. He's like, okay, you're, yeah, you're, you the, have to find people that don't. That vote, don't vote, yeah. But are registered correctly, and uh, yeah. I actually wasn't able to attend that meeting, but I get, I'm on like, um, you know, like, like group chat. Yeah, group chat. That's like going to them, and uh, apparently <laughs> the meeting was like a shit show. And uh, one of the funnier anecdotes that came up is like the work. Uh, there's been a bunch of street road work around where I live. Uh, and I guess somebody made off with an excavator. Like they just like left the keys in it. That's fucking cool as shit, man. I, I had I had some stuff to do. Okay. Where do you take uh, an excavate? Like once to your you've backyard, it, where you might have to like do a little bit of like you know excavating. Uh, excavating. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. got to be somewhere in this neighborhood. Yeah, right? it's like, not. It, ha- it hasn't gone like, far. They haven't yeah. taken it to like you know Cahos or anything. Yeah, I mean, I guess unless you like like drive it onto a tra- like a trailer and you were like ready for this or something. You I don't. Have to I don't, be a big fucking yeah, trailer yeah, though. Like, pr- yeah. How much do those things go for? Yeah, you got to be pushing like. 60 70k or something at oh least. god yeah, i think way uh, more than that yeah. yeah yeah it, so you do instantly lose value once you drive one of those off the line. yeah right yeah that's that's a good point yeah and it doesn't have carplay yeah yeah, yeah. no uh, but w- one thing that is is kind of funny about all x like I, pr- I think it's pretty much all like cat like a uh, caterpillar like uh, uh construction equipment is that they're the key, they're keyed about the same like yeah. a lot they don't really have very much security on them the, the security is that, like, what the fuck are you going to do with it? <laughs> it's like, you can't, there's not a ton of places you can go with it. And, like, are you capable of operating yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into Muskie. Let's, yeah. let's, 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 because he's had a busy week. No, he has. He's, he has. First, he did his poll on Ukraine and his pan, his four-point plan for peace. Hey, that's just direct democracy in action. I, 
Twitter polls are, in my opinion, the the um, the purest form of democracy because it's truly a not the anonymous ballot box. So, okay, here here was his um, plan for peace between Russia and Ukraine: redo the elections of the annexed regions under UN supervision. Um, Russia leaves if that is the will of the people. So another occupying army. This is a different. Yeah, no, this time a different occupying army. No, this is the good guys. Yeah, these, these UN. Guys have, yeah, have the uh, MP uh, on their helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue that's helmets. for uh, um, my my pretty Pony. boys. <laughs> <laughs> my piece. <laughs> uh, Crimea formally part form formally part of Russia as it has been since 1783 until Khrushchev's mistake. My history wow. buff uh, Elon Musk over here. Wow. Um, did, did Grimes tell you that? <laughs> Uh, Ukraine to remain neutral and for the water supply to Crimea to be assured. And so he asked yes or no. 59% said no. So this was not popular among the Muscovites. He also, that the, this is pretty funny. The Muscovites. Ukrainian ambassador, thank you for noticing that I said that. I appreciate it. Um, the Ukrainian ambassador to Germany uh, replied, fuck off is my very diplomatic reply to you. Got him. So <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> This is a little disturbing to me, though. So, in not very diplomatic this- of you. Is that is that what Musk replied with? He's like, I have to imagine that's like, it's <laughs> I don't like think almost, he did it's almost an algorithmic response. Him. So this is the. But, so then he says, let's try this. The will of the people who live in the Donbass and Crimea should decide whether they're part of Russia or Ukraine. Fifty nine percent said yes. Forty percent said no. Yeesh. What? Well, yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> When you, when like, you put when you when you have like the NATO flag yeah. uh, on your car, like you know, you gotta f- well, yeah, fully commit. I mean, yeah, yeah, if you have, if you have a, a globe in your in your yeah. Twitter handle, you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a like a, an F three fifty truck with like the NATO flag in the truck bed, like <laughs> driving around. Like you know, I, I, that's, that, just, that just sound, that just sounds really funny to me. <laughs> so, yeah, Elon's kind of stumbling all over stuff in Ukraine. His Starlink, which, uh, according to the Ukrainian military, has been absolutely uh, critical to their communications, both, you know, military and civilian, is costing him a lot of money. How much money? $20 million a month he's he's spending on Starlink. What? Yeah, he's losing money. Oh, my goodness. No way. No. The world's richest person could possibly be able to spend $20 million a month on no, you could probably only do that for what a few more months. I uh, think, yeah. right? I don't, I don't know. Let, let's let's plug this into the Ironweed supercomputer. Okay, right. So yeah. His current valuation, personally, is two hundred and seven billion dollars, and twenty million, if I have my math right, is point zero two billion dollars. And so, quick division. Uh, that in the supercomputer. Uh, Twelve months a year. 862.5 It's a little hard to hear but Chris has 862.5 years. Five years. <laughs> we don't know how long this war is going to last, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and that's if he never made another dollar. Yeah, that, that, that's if like he got sewn into the Charlie Brown pants and that's how he made all of his money. <laughs> and it's and just, just that amount of money. It's just so much money. <laughs> until it's gone. <laughs> Could it be you? (laughs) (laughs) So definitely can actually afford to keep giving free internet to Ukraine for 
well past the um, expected lifetime of our civilization, probably like <laughs> eight times that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know what what his big deal. Is. Yeah. Well, it, 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 well, like you were just about to say, Chris, I think before I, I made another cheap, uh, I think you should leave joke. Is that the, uh, <laughs> uh, um, it, that, yeah, this is all assuming, yeah, that like he isn't like constantly, that, that, that money doesn't make him more money because of, yeah. because of like what he owns and rent. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like that, that money keep, you can't give at, at a certain point, it's like almost impossible to give that much money away. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Which is why like, you should give that to governments because like they, they also can't give it away fast enough. And then like everyone just gets things and it's nice. It's nice. (laughs) (laughs) So this was yesterday that Elon Musk tweeted the hell with it. Even though Starlink is still losing money and other companies are getting billions of taxpayer dollar sign, we'll just keep funding Ukraine govt for free. Fuck it. I'll be a legend. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really hilarious given that his billions came in no small part from defrauding the government of carbon offsets. As well as his uh, SpaceX is literally just the privatized uh, NASA. Yeah. Like, you know, he stole NASA. Like, (laughs) he's just like, I mean, everybody else get government money. What a fucking idiot. Uh, Fuck you, Elon Musk. And the the NASA that he stole is, like, why Starlink works in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, like, not like you're like, oh, 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 I just gave a bunch of money to, like, the new Israel that we're making right now. It's just, like, a bunch of Nazis that will be an American client state at the door of Russia. It's like, oh, oh, no, that will never redound to my benefit ever again. (laughs) Like, like, oh, no, if I, if I... (laughs) For the eight hundred and sixty-two years that I <laughs> that I support this government, this an entire fucking government that's like the the doorway to to the Eurasian continent, <laughs> like, like if I just uh, help the, the 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 government there, like that won't ever yeah having down influence to my benefit over ever. the most important yeah. geopolitical event happening right now in the world, uh, that that's yeah. not going to benefit him at all. And of course, we're all assuming that any of this shit actually works and he's telling the truth, right? Which is- oh, well, and that's the other thing I saw is that like <laughs> so much, like the vast majority of the equipment that they're actually using on the ground in Ukraine is funded by the United States, yeah. uh, the United Kingdom, and uh, some other country, I don't remember who. But like, Probably Germany, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the, the equipment that they're using is not being paid for by Elon Musk. Yeah, but, but, but it's also like, as far as I understand it, a satellite link, and this is... A co- commercial software for just like you know people who live in a in a, in a little house on the prairie, right? <laughs> they don't have high speed internet, right? This is supposed to be the the replacement for that. The way for that to work is that the satellite needs to know your precise geolocation, and if say a state actor <laughs> that <laughs> rhymes with a uh, a uh, uh, bussa. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Here, Chris says, "What that bussa do?" <laughs> could, uh, could perhaps get that geolocation, right? Like, and then maybe put like a missile there in some sort of kinetic situation, right? Like, I look. Elon's trying to find peace, yeah, and right, if yeah. the Twitter polls aren't aren't you know cooperating, yeah. then he's he may just have to take matters into. Yeah, his own stars. I mean, like, like, like I, clearly, you know, the, like the military for for a long time has used satellite communication 
in, in the battlefield. Like, of course. Right? Yeah. But, like, that's the fucking military that has, like, uh, classified fucking technology that lets, that, lets, that lets them do that. Yeah, and like, and, like, GPS is a military technology, right? So, it's, like, I, I, I just can't imagine that just, like, this off-the-shelf Starlink, like, uh, vaporware bullshit is, like, what's actual, what was actually, like, coordinating missile assaults and if it is maybe that's why ukraine keeps fucking losing i don't know <laughs> they're doing good now yeah yeah there's been a, like a a, a a big uh offensive but i don't know i've been listening to radio warner a yeah. lot and and they, they uh um uh manage expectations very well yeah, and yeah like the, freaky, not, the freaky thing that happened this past week was russia just like launched i think like a hundred large-scale missiles like into cities yeah and yeah. from their territory yeah. like they you know not even like part of the occupying forces like and that's fucked up it's not yeah, good yeah and yeah and i i'm against humanity any yeah, aerial bombardment of a city is like so far th- yeah it's very disturbing and like like i don't want to sound like some like weird like the gray zone weirdo thing but it's also like it does also show that like how much russia has like held back on a lot of stuff like they, they're not doing like an iraq war shock and awe campaign well there was certainly a narrative country, and i think they probably it seems like they probably could have it's there's there was definitely a narrative that russia was like giving it all that it had for in you know yeah. even just in the early months of the war and that has proved to be very obviously not the case yeah. <laughs> like Ooh. But but I mean like the, 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 there's another argument uh, like I don't know I'm not like a war strat you know, like I'm not I'm not getting uh, hired. Look, by, David by is West just Point a Putin plant. Soon. Okay, yeah. he's yeah. just a Kremlin operative. He's yeah. not some yeah. kind of you know brilliant yeah. military strategist. Yeah, but it's, it also seems like the, the, like the, there are benefits to a long protracted like insurgency war on both sides. I think that like. You know, by both sides, I mean America and Russia, not you. Yeah, for Ukraine, yeah. it's just like it's just it's just yeah. carnage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For you, for people in Ukraine, it's just carnage and bloodshed. But for both, uh, but for the two like actual uh, fighters or like you know geopolitical interests in this, like they, they very much are happy to have like a protracted, bloody, like urban yeah war, war profiteering for is, a long time. Is, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the most lucrative industry yep. in history. Yep. <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear me now, probably. I, I do want to take a little bit of credit for noticing that our recording was fucked up. Yes. Which I have the benefit of staring at the computer the whole time. <laughs> the fact that I didn't notice it sooner is actually... So So now it is a asaculpa, I think. Yeah. Well, our bumps look similar. We, we both have, uh, you know, uh, white man bumps. Yeah. And true. they look the same on audio, so... It's true. It's not my fault at all. David's done nothing I have wrong. done nothing wrong. He's perfect. Yeah. He's the only one of us without sin. Yes. All right. Uh, so, Letitious James, <laughs> which is uh, an awesome <laughs> nickname for our uh, sitting attorney general of New York State. Um, when I saw that this morning, like just reviewing, as I do, Sunday morning, I wake up and, you know, lay in bed and read all of our links. When I saw Letitious James, I fucking, I laughed out loud in bed she, by myself. She, she's got to have like something on her desk. Where, like, someone's called her that before, right? Like, well, that's gotta be... D- doing a little bit of Google searching, yeah. I think it's an original pun. Wow. Uh, and this, I have to give full credit to uh, my uh, homie, Gavin McIntyre, who's a friend of the pod. Uh, what up, Gavin? Re- regular listener. Uh, and Excellent content. 
And, Love the puns. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks so much. Um, but yeah, uh, Letitia James uh, has been chopping heads. Uh, as the AG of New York, she has gone after Titans, uh, brought down Cuomo uh, because of the sexual harassment and sexual assault allegations. Uh, also sued Trump several times, including his adult children. For She's gone after so many adult children. <laughs> <laughs> Only the ones that needed to. I mean, when you uh, think of it, we're all really adult children. It's yeah. true. It's true. Uh, to someone. Yeah, no, that, that that's very true. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, she uh, sued uh, the Trumps for basically, like, lying whenever convenient about the value of their properties and their company. And, like... Um, that's just business. That's just deals. <laughs> it's just deals. Understand. And I think even Trump went on a tirade in one of his most recent, like, um, speaking opportunities where he's like, we're going to exile uh, Letitia James and we're going to make sure she never practices law ever again. She's going to be disbarred. <laughs> we're putting her on a desert island. We're going to send her to a restaurant that has terrible steaks. <laughs> but he, he eats like, terrible. Doesn't he eat his steaks like oh, well right. done with yeah, ketchup yeah, or no, something? Yeah, no, that was awful. Yeah, no, he just do like a... Bad uh, food restaurant. Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can go, we can go do it. An uh, island with no McDonald's? Yes, yeah, no McDonald's. There's no, the hotel's not even very good. It's just a holiday and you go there, it's just they have the buffet breakfast. It's just some cereal. I can't start my day with just some cereal. <laughs> So, Letitia James now has, um, it seems like, her crosshairs on uh, Norlite, which uh, listeners to the show will remember is um, the local cancer factory that has been belching out forever chemicals after they somehow figured out how to burn fire retardant foams in the production of their aggregate business, where they're, I guess, they make something like an additive to concrete or something. And then the other problem with their um, uh, site, and this is located in Cahos, is that they have these large, like, hills that um, are like this silica dust that whenever the wind picks up just blows it around yeah and we we've covered this in the past it's basically like little millions of microscopic knives yeah that just like get little shards of glass they have like a pile of knives (laughs) yeah that are so light that they that they get blown around this is one of the very first i think like three years ago when we started the show this was one of the very first topics that we covered Mm -hmm. um we might even have like a silly title out there somewhere that's like you know knives out or whatever um but there's uh, an apartment building right next to this facility that they are not like residents are are told not to open their windows that they have to purchase like special air co- like window unit air conditioners with filtration because the silica dust is so strong there and mm-hmm. and it's something like 30 something percent of the occupants of this building are people of color yeah, of yeah, course yeah yeah let, let, let me read from the the uh the press release um Norlite is an aggregate manufacturing and hazardous waste incineration facility. That's like a combination, the worst combination KFC Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me at the aggregate manufacturing and hazardous waste incineration facility uh, lo- located at, you know, big address, um, uh, roughly 100 feet away from Saratoga Sites Apartments, a 70-unit public housing complex that as of May 2022 was home to approximately 150 residents. An estimated total of 660 people live within half a mile of the facility, 32% are people of color. Industrial operations at Norlite generate an estimated 56 tons of dust per year, which migrates into the surrounding community and pollutes the air, endangering residents' health. This, wait for it, fugitive dust (laughs) has been found to contain microscopic particles and crystalline silica, which when inhaled at elevated concentration can increase the risk for lung, heart, and nervous system diseases in sensitive individuals. And 
I'm I think probably all individuals yeah, might yeah, be sensitive yeah. to, I don't know. you know, glass yeah. in their nervous system. But, but also, you know, like, these days, who isn't a sensitive individual? I, I, f- I feel like I, I am becoming a more sensitive it's individual. Snowflake generation. My yeah. stomach is a sensitive individual. Yeah. Yeah. I'm constantly no unable to uh, eat regular ass food. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, in addition, so a little further down, in addition to suffering harmful emissions, residents of Saratoga Sites Apartments have been forced to limit time outside, (laughs) keep windows and doors closed, and invest in air conditioning units and fans due to an excessive fugitive dust from the facility. And, like, there's no, I mean, like, my two favorite days of the year are, like... The first day when it's nice enough to open all your windows Mm -hmm. and just, like, air out the winter of your home. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the last day of the year when you know it's going to be nice enough to open the windows. And, like, to to, it's such a small thing, but to, like, yeah, Yeah. to, like, not even be able to do that in your own home that you pay to live in is just a nightmare. And it's, like, one of the few remaining, like, free things. Yeah, just, like, like the niceness of fresh air that you don't have to pay for, but not for you. Fucking take that from you, too. And this, they end with, with this part that, like... Reminding everyone that um, penalties against Norlight and uh, consent orders against Norlight date back to the 1990s. It's fucking sick that this has been a problem for as long as it has and nothing has been done. And, and yeah, and, and I mean, what's been done is that like the DEC and the, the um, EPA, like, yeah, like cite them for all of these things and then they and just like, don't do it. anything about it. Yeah. Stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. yeah. And, and b- besides the Shogun assassin. Uh, Letitia James, um, you know, to, to thank for this. We have all of the uh, community activists of oh, yeah. uh, Lights Out Norlight that have been, you know, uh, tirelessly organizing and uh, making media and, you know, doing outreach campaigns and just like really like getting the goods. Yep. And so, you know, like this is a big victory. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, uh, uh, shout out to uh, everybody involved in this effort, and uh, hopefully there isn't too much cancer. And well, I mean, if the, how long this has been going on, there is no doubt that people have died directly because of this facility, oh, and sure. we'll never know those numbers. Yeah. Like, And if not, like, direct causal death, you know, from the silica dust or the, the toxins, it's like... At least it took, attributable, yeah. Yeah, it took years off of lots and lots of people's lives. Yeah, probably hours. Quite possibly yeah, ours, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like you're burning the firefighting foam, right? Yeah. It was like, this is, one, it's firefighting foam. It's not supposed to burn. <laughs> and so it's, you have to try really hard to burn, burn it, right? <laughs> yeah. and, and it's just, and the, and the yeah, these, these forever chemicals that I, I yeah, only very recently, like the EPA has started to, and I think maybe the FDA, I forgot which, which of these or, uh, uh, institutions are, are responsible for this or like you know, it's saying stuff that you know like like a um like non-stick coatings on kitchenware yeah is like way worse than they thought it was yeah like there's yeah, like that was the big problem in Hoosick falls yeah yeah, yeah 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 but and but like but even like when it is when everything goes right <laughs> and it, it, it yeah. is like put on your nice new like air fryer that like everything just slides off like it turns out that that is way worse for you than we ever imagined so you can imagine and we just bought a brand new one yeah yeah. i love it so now just think about like you know all the stuff like all the different ways that those chemicals get into the the water supply and the air and like 
that's probably also way worse than we thought it was. Well, they yeah. just found uh, microplastics in breast milk. So, you know, we're yeah, fucking, fucked. Yeah. We're fucked. Fuck like, and I've been working downwind of this place from yeah, like less than a, a, a mile for your whole, you, my whole adult career. Yeah. Like, it, I think cumulatively something like 14 years. Yeah, you've and, lived in this area for. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying like I, I worked like less than a mile from that place for the oh, vast yeah. majority of my awake time. As an adult. Yeah. And, you, and you fucking, like, run there. Yeah, <laughs> run and bicycle and, like, everything. Yeah, yeah the point, just, you run uh, to work. Yeah. <laughs> Cancer GoFundMe, coming soon. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Ironweed so yeah. we can fund Chris's <laughs> cancer treatments in the next 15 years. Nah, I can't, hopefully. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, there, was, yep. there was another story, uh, which is not... It, it doesn't fall into the bucket of wildflowers. It falls into the bucket of weird what the fuck? flowers. Yeah. 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 And maybe I should even say the Petri dish of weird flowers. Um, <laughs> because uh, they motherfucking figured out how to get a Petri dish of neural cells to play Pong. I think that's incredibly irresponsible. <laughs> We do not know the level of sentience that these that these neural cells might have. They should like, get a better game. Like, what hath God wrought? Yeah. Like, imagine that you're brought into existence against your will, mind you, yeah. as we all are. Yeah. And then forced to be a gamer. <laughs> and then what? The sp- <laughs> Pong, like in an age yeah. of you know, like 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 uh, give these 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 cells uh, like like Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. And so this is we really the- dated ourselves with that not being able to name them <laughs> recent. Uh, I almost said Dragon Age Origins, which is like seven year old. Deep cut, deep cut. I know. Um, but yeah, uh, I read this whole article. And I still don't understand exactly how it works, but uh, it is published in Nature, so it must be true. Yeah, it's got to be true. They they can't lie in that in that publication. Uh, in uh, so uh, uh, by doing this, the cell the cells join a growing pantheon of pong players, including pigs taught to manipulate joysticks with their snouts, fucked up, and monkeys wired to control the game with their minds, fucked up. Google's deep mind yeah, artificial monkeys in- died horrible deaths. Yeah, right. By the way. Yeah, yeah, that was awful. Yeah. Google's deep mind artificial intelligence algorithms mastered Pong many years ago and have moved on to more sophisticated computer games such as StarCraft II. Damn. Wow. Damn. Well, maybe we can fucking get some of these clumps of cells to find out where all the crabs went. Maybe we need to just try to solve solve some more important problems with these. Did the crabs all leave? A billion crabs are gone. What? That didn't make it into the show notes. Yeah. I, I, I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> no, over the last two years, a billion snow crabs have, like, vanished. They don't know where they went. What? Yeah. It's, like, it's it's supposed to cost the industry something, like... Two hundred million dollars. They whatever. went into the hollow earth. Yeah. They, they just got I, called I think home. So too. Yeah, to the snow crab planet. <laughs> so long, and thanks for all the um, snow crab uh, eggs. Dead, dead fish at the bottom of the sea that I get to eat. <laughs> no, it's very disturbing um, that all of these, this like food staple for much of the world, like China, North America, like a lot of people eat crab. Yep. Um, 
oh, disappeared. I, I saw this other fucked up thing. Um, that it, That's we, what we should title this episode. I saw this other fucked up thing. <laughs> yeah, right? For real, man. <laughs> uh, he was talking about how um, the amount of omega fatty acids that are critical for brain functioning um, that are part of uh, fish uh, diets are going to go away in the next 30 years. No! Which is to say, like... The climate crisis is literally going to make the whole of humanity, Dumb. on average, like lower mental capacity. Just in time for us to not need mental capacity to <laughs> yeah, navigate, go, right? to navigate yeah. an ever-changing world. Yeah, all, we, we need more um, uh, bunches of cells and dishes. Maybe we'll be happier. Yeah. Maybe we'll figure out how to uh, make omega-3 fatty acids um, at, in big old vats. Don't we do that? Do we I, not I, do that? I honestly don't know. Listeners. Wow. Right in. Fact check us, please. So, sound off in the comments. <laughs> Do we need fish? <laughs> what are they even good for? There is uh, this probably uh, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so much. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. so much. Like, like you know, we've talked often about like all the fucking microorganisms in the ocean that mm -hmm. like create the oxygen that we need to breathe. I can't imagine that losing a fish. billion crabs and all the fish is going to be good for those yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah, there was also like a bunch of spawning salmon that like died in the river because like the river oh, dried that up. That was so fucked up. That yeah. was really sad to see. What? Yeah, it's really fucking bad. Man, it was just like thousands and thousands of salmon corpses. Yeah. Like they in didn't this even dry, spawn. This dry riverbed. The, the, yeah, the yeah, river was yeah, just gone. The, the river they, went away. Because after they spawn, they, they all just go, mass died. Yeah, but, yeah. They, but they didn't lay their eggs. Oh, yeah. that's that's bad. Like salmon go where they go. They're like, you know, pre-programmed to go to spawn in the rivers where they were born. Yeah. See, e Elon, you got to start spending ten, tw tens of millions of dollars on critical salmon cannons. <laughs> like that's honestly <laughs> yeah. like, you know, put, put our money to good use. <laughs> it's the least you can do. Remember the salmon cannon? Yeah, I do. No, yeah. yeah. They're still in use, I believe. I think there was that little video that had the um the the getting the 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 salmon put in and then it went to like a wormhole and it was like do 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 If I can find that video, I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, I, th I thought there was also like one of like like the the salmon cannon set to like Wagner or something. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Uh, Do we want to talk about soup season? Oh, yeah. It's it, soup season in Britain, right? You've, yeah. Have you been making any good soups lately, Chris? Um, I'm about to. I have a, uh, like, what? I don't even know what type of vegetable it is. It's like a, a, a turnip? I don't okay. know. Uh, my brother gave it to me. He told me how to make it into a soup. Mystery so, vegetable soup? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to my brother, Joe, this weekend. We went to uh, my uh, cousin's wedding. Uh, and shout out to Clark, uh, my cousin, who's also a, a listener. Um, honestly, one of the funniest dudes I've ever met. But my brother, Joe, was saying that he, as a listener, he's constantly just like, fuck, like, you got so close, but you, but you didn't know this thing. And the fact that I can't even remember the uh, vegetable that he gave me about to turn into a, a soup, I'm sure is driving him yeah, insane. He's just shouting rutabaga. <laughs> it like, is rutabaga. There we go. It is Nailed a rutabaga. It. Ah, Thank you. Nicely Thank done, you. David. Nicely well done. done. Yeah. yeah, no, we're not, we, we're not I, I experts on almost anything. So if you ever are upset about our lack of knowledge on a topic, uh, find a different podcast. Well, or, or just make it your job to educate us. Just constantly us. yell yeah. at us. We fucking make it love your that. Job to educate. 
We've got we've got a couple listeners that educate me regularly, which I appreciate. Yeah, me too. I've learned nothing. We, David and I have been fully in soup season. We've made potato leek. We've made tomato. David made a fantastic chicken soup. Are you planning but, uh, to do and some chili. vandalism? And the chili. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. But but nobody soups it up like the Brits. <laughs> nope. And yeah, so, I'm not wasting any of that soup on a shitty Van Gogh. Yeah. <laughs> that's my soup. I'm going to eat on it. On sunflowers? Come on. Yeah. That's, a, that's a third tier Van Gogh. Yeah. That's, that's some dentist office shit. Now, earlier when we were off mic, uh, Brittany had a uh, atomic hot take uh, on art. <laughs> Art is art is bullshit. Art is bourgeois decadence. All art is reactionary. You don't need art. Stop making art. The only art we need is propaganda. If your art isn't propagandizing something, it's not it's not worth it. I'm I'm sorry. It's just Pablo Picasso is a fake communist. Like just we don't need it. Um, also, is throwing soup on it's stupid. I, it's but everybody's wrong here. The artists, <laughs> the people who are upset, the people who did it, the oil heiress who funded all of it. It, well, the, the, it was it was like youth for climate, right? Like they were called like just stop oil. Yeah, and just stop oil. And yeah. they were protesting. Oh, is two, that all? Two simultaneous things. One is the the looming and ongoing energy crisis um, that is uh, affecting uh, you know British households in terms of their ability to like you know use electricity electricity and like cook the, and like heat their home cook food and heat their homes they can't heat a tin of soup was the the, the rhetoric behind ah. it yeah they can't they can't even heat up a tin of soup but at the same time in britain they call them tins they don't say cans <laughs> they say tins freeze. but at the same time uh no more fossil fuels to heat a tin of soup so i it's it's complicated. It's complicated, but it's also because these oil companies donate you know fund these um you know, the National Gallery and these mm. various art galleries, mm. which is another problem with art. Yep. Is that it's just money laundering. It's Correct. just money laundering for the rich. Like, that's the purpose that art serves in the modern world. Yeah. In terms of fine art, like, that's sold for, like, millions of dollars and put in galleries. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're making art and selling it at a farmer's market, that's cool. Yeah. But, like, we shouldn't fucking care about a Van Gogh. I just think it's dumb. The other thing, and I will not be fact-checking this, so don't even <laughs> ask me to. I don't care. But I saw one stranger on Twitter who's I don't even know who they were, say that that was the only painting in that room with a glass, with a protective glass um like front to mm. it no harm no foul so but they got know, in the press if you didn't even destroy the painting then fucking i don't care yeah they yeah. should have set it on fire <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool should just burn the whole yeah like uh, like the planet gallery. is burning that yeah. would have been really that would have been metal but. and then you could have heated a couple tins of soup over the burning over, gallery ooh. Now you're uh, talking. Now you're talking. Uh, just add, add 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 some more uh, fuel to the soup fire. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Um, uh, this is uh, this is from NPR. So like you it, you you can't be mad at me. Um, most of the money for for its operation, Just Stop Oil, comes from the Climate Emergency Fund based in Los Angeles, which began with a foundational grant of five hundred thousand dollars from Getty Oil heiress eileen getty filmmaker adam mckay that's the guy that makes a uh, like vice and uh, uh the big short mm -hmm. uh, made a four million dollar contribution and joined its board of directors last month uh so it's it, it it is weird that like yeah people from an organization paid by an oil heiress through soup at a painting to draw attention to the fact that to stop oil and that oil money is used for the the art gallery yeah uh there's just sort of like oil black kettle 
calling itself black. I don't know. It's very, it's <laughs> it's very the oil I, calling the yeah, kettle black. If you were an oil heir, uh, then you'd probably feel pretty guilty too. And, and right, yeah, yeah. This, I saw this somebody is, say that. Like, what if they just feel guilty? There are a lot better causes to donate your money to than like teenagers throwing soup on a van. Like, well, there's, it, it starts with teenagers throwing soup. And it and then, ends with teenagers throwing <laughs> No, it's just, you know, the climate emergency is only going to continue to get worse and worse and worse. Eventually, they're not going to be throwing soup at protected art. Like, eventually, it's going to be like children of Kali shit. Eventually, you know, like... Th- so, that is d- not guaranteed. No? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, now is the time. If there was a time for that, now is the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. and you know, I'm, it's not like I'm turning into a... So, so this... Uh, T-E-R, asterisk, asterisk, O-R-I-S, asterisk. Look, it's not like I'm doing anything particularly revolutionary either. Yeah. So, you know, I'm no, I'm no one to throw stones, but... So, I, what I'm, I'm sensing is critical support. No, I did not support. <laughs> just you're, What you're saying is just step it up. Well, I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't matter and I don't care about it. Okay. I, that's really what... I don't think that this is an effective action. I don't think that it changes anything. Um, Even though you hate uh, art. Yeah, I, but it didn't even hurt the art. <laughs> yeah. So you're call, saying, me, call me when you're setting a fire in the National Gallery. There we go. There we go. That's, you know, Just that's what I want to see. kids. That's... Yeah, it, it really does feel like some very um, uh, justifiably angry and uh, uh, wanting to do something. Young people were used by a combination of, like, media, oil, and fine art rich freaks to like just get a headline i don't know i'm it sure that, yeah, I, I I'm sure like that these kids have hate in their was. heart and i respect yeah, that and yeah. i love that for them and i want yeah. you know i want only more of that but it, they, it this is just like a pawn and it's not people are kind of like all up in our some people are like this makes the climate movement look bad no it doesn't it doesn't make anything look like anything because nobody's going to be talking about this in three days hmm. and i just don't think that it radicalizes any it doesn't accelerate anything like it just don't i don't think that it Throw um, accelerants. Yeah, want, there we yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. if you want to accelerate shit, throw accelerants. Yeah, walk yeah, in there with like, it's oil painting. Walk in there with a with a, a can of butane, spray it on there, light a match, see what happens. And all these suggestions, non-actionable. The uh, no, Troy, we're joking right now. Troy detective is that is paid to listen to this podcast. <laughs> no, this is all parody satire. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever uh, encourage anybody to destroy bourgeois um, decadent art. Ever. No, never. You guys ready for a wildflower? Am I ever. Yeah. So this is uh, from the Journal of Psychiatric Research, uh, which is, you know. I love that stuff. Yeah, no, I, I just, you know, it's like, what, what the fuck's wrong with me? So I just like read this journal. You're like, oh, um, that, yeah, yeah. That, that answers all my questions. Right? <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, the better joke would have been, uh, this comes from the Journal of Psychiatric Research, which is uh, what I call my journal. Uh, oh, yeah, well done, well done. Yeah, there we go. All right. Um, uh, title: uh, MDMA. That means a uh, uh, Molly uh, ecstasy uh, assisted therapy significantly reduces eating disorder symptoms in a randomized placebo-controlled trial of adults with severe PTSD. So I'm just going to read the. Uh, Fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah. So the, uh, because you learn to love yourself uh, at any size. Uh, a, a little bit, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So, the, the here, uh, let me hit, let me hit you with the methods. Let me oh, sure, yeah. yes. Let me give you let this, me, this method section. Here. Give me the abstract. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Uh, 90 individuals with severe PTSD received treatment in a double-blind, placebo-controlled pivotal trial of MDMA dash AT, which is, you know, MDMA. Uh, um, so, so basically, right, so if you're not familiar with those things, uh, um, uh, there's a, a, a researcher, psychiatrist, and the patient, uh, no, neither of them know what, they, what uh, the patient is getting, right? That's the double in double-blind. Okay. So, right? And then... Um, uh, uh, and then, pl- and then, it, and the what what they don't know that they're getting is either MDMA or the placebo. So that's why it's called pretty placebo fucked up control. that they just don't treat half the people in these studies. So. Yeah, I know yeah, that they gotta I, do right, that to learn I, things, yeah, but you know, yeah, it's just, yeah. Uh, so, uh, and uh, you know, a lot of these studies, um, it they're uh, they either grab like college students or, and by these studies, I just mean lots of psychology studies and clinical psychology studies. It's usually like on college-aged men um which is a big problem for a lot of a lot of research is that like it just does it's not as generalizable as as science thought it was that you just like experiment on college-aged men and and it's just that works for everybody right and um and it doesn't so uh, and this and this, uh, this actually looks really well um uh evened out right so the this the study sample consisted of 58 females it says females i can't not say females like a like, like I can't a believe we're still saying females yeah females canceled yeah and uh and 31 males <laughs> uh so it's, it's a total of 89 people um seven participants discontinued prior to the study finishing and they're like this is an mdma i've, I've taken <laughs> I, don't, MDMA. I don't feel yeah, right, anything yeah. Man. Yeah, <laughs> i don't feel doing. shit yeah uh so let's uh, go down to the the, the results here um i don't d- d- yeah. real quick i don't understand how you conduct a study on mdma with a placebo there's no mistaking if you're on molly like yeah. it's not it's not a subtle drug i mean i guess like if, if you've maybe if you've never done i i don't i, I didn't, if i had I didn't never done molly and i got yeah. dosed with molly i would freak the fuck out yeah, I'm, uh, was, yeah. I'm so susceptible, uh, suggestible that you could probably have told me that I'm on Molly and I'm just going to have the best fucking day. Oh, I dosed you earlier. When, right when we got here, you Thank should be. You. you should already be coming up. Thank you. I've been wondering why I feel so good. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry I interrupted no, you. No, no, I was actually looking to see if somewhere deeper in here they tell you if any of these people had had, had ever had MDMA before. Because, like, that's something that you can do is say, like, you know, you, we, we, we ask that you, you know, you've kn- which you can't definitely know, right? Because people you know, are people famously can very honest about <laughs> right. their drug yeah, their drug history, use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, let me go back to the the results here. Uh, 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 in in completers, people who completed the study. That's eighty two people. There was a significant reduction in the uh, the total uh, um, scores. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> fucked up the, the 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 test is called eat 26 which is Ooh. yeah which is the name uh, of the um the, i say eat whatever you want yeah you don't which, need to we, quantify it in any way it's an acronym for the eating attitudes test okay uh eating attitudes test yeah and so so they they administer this test uh pre and post uh um treatment right and the, these and it asks questions like you know like do you ever like find yourself uh um you know uh uh, uh compulsively eating or, or compulsively thinking about how much you're eating, you know, stuff like that. Um, and they said there was, a uh, in, there were uh, significant reductions in total eat 26 scores in the total group of PTSD significant part, uh, participants, 
um, versus the placebo. That's a P of 0.03 if any of our statisticians are listening. Uh, there were also significant reductions in total EAT scores in women with high EAT, high EAT 28, 26 scores. So, um, versus the placebo, right? So, uh, everyone, um, that scored, uh, I think it was like moderate to high on the, on that, um, score uh, on that test uh saw significant reductions but there nice. was but there's specifically significant reductions in women with very high scores which is uh, probably the 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 group that they're that you know are they, that's the pre- women are are you know get more susceptible more susceptible to, to eating, eating disorders, disorders. Yeah. although that is changing there, there's it's men, like, men yeah. are getting all sorts of cool eating disorders now so yeah. because uh, that's called progress um ornamental society yeah yeah so um yeah, so uh, um, uh, PTSD uh, was already a uh, an area of treatment for MDMA. That uh, um, I should say that the the last author on this is Rick Doblin. You know, very oh really? W- yeah, very well known uh, 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 scholar researcher. If and, you all and remember proponent. when we talked about David's essay for Dwell on yeah. the ah. uh, on the Rick Doblin house. Yeah, yep, I remember yeah, now. That's yeah, so, cool yeah. ass house. Yeah, so yeah, so he, he's the la- he's the last author. Uh, it's like of like six or seven on that Probably scientific study. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, the, the, uh, just to let people who don't, who don't know this, usually like in like more uh, clinical scientific studies, it's very common to have like dozens of names on a single paper and, and usually the name at the end didn't do much of anything they're usually the person that like either funded the the study or is like kind of like the 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 person that thought of it at the beginning it's like usually ranked like, based on contribution to yeah the, yeah to the yeah. specific paper yeah yeah so like the fact that rick doblin is on it is usually just kind of like a uh, as the as the last author is kind of like a sh- one it gives prestige to everyone else on the on the paper and and to the paper in general and it also uh, you know kind of connects the paper to a wider research program so it's not necessarily that he did anything specific in that study it's that you know it's part of a larger project that he's working on so yeah it looks like um uh, uh, another another win for Molly. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Well, that's that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm really yeah, glad that's, that that's uh, you know people are figuring out how to like use pharmaceuticals and you know cognitive therapy to undo a lot of the damage that our society is doing to them. Yeah. And yeah. so you know that's that's progress in my book. I'd be so, interested to see a, the longevity of that treatment. Like how like what kind of follow ups they do in the coming years with those patients or participants, I guess. Yeah. That really um, seems to be like the future of that, of that work ha- really just has to be like, how long does this last? Because. Yeah. Cause I remember, uh, yeah. you know, I did my fair share of ecstasy into it back when I was a, a youngin. Um, and I can recall really beneficial effects for a time, but I don't really know how many of them. I don't think I am still experiencing the positive effects of the uh, MDMA that I took my mm. sophomore year of college. Like, you know, um, that could be wrong. I yeah, be wrong maybe coupled thing, with cognitive therapy. You know, sure, like, yeah, but... Who knows? Who knows? All right, well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope it was relatively tolerable for the first half. As <laughs> yeah, I as I that. speak, yeah. I don't know, So, but we'll we'll all find out together at the same time. Um, Nothing will ever beat the time that I went on, well, there's your problem, and I had some sort of software problem which caused everything I said to end in... (laughs) 
it was absolutely terrible. Uh, and I felt bad. Um, but, but in my defense, no one told me that that was a problem. Yeah, shout out to Justin. Out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, Justin really helped get us a lot of our early listeners. I think so. Um, yeah. You know, I think he was on, like, one of our first, like, within the first dozen of the episodes. Yeah, we uh, had him on very early, yeah. yeah. Streetcar uh, Desire. And yeah. uh, great overlap uh, with the audience. So, yeah. thanks again. Yeah. Um, I didn't get around to the Patreon episode last week, but that will come out sometime this week, our episode on uh, My Son Hunter. And I hope you all enjoy that. Thanks for our new patrons. Welcome, yeah, welcome. Welcome. Um, and a couple of folks who upped their donation to the reactionary tier, which is very kind. Yeah. That, that yeah. was really nice to see. So thanks to thanks to those of you who did that. Yeah, and thanks to you for putting out such an amazing podcast that is definitely worth the extra three bucks. Well, thank you. Yeah. I am currently about halfway through script writing on the next uh, series, so it should be coming out, like, I'm hoping in about two weeks. Um it's going to be a really great series. I'm having a ton of fun writing it, so I hope that you all will enjoy it as well. Hell yeah. And uh, a little teaser for our next bonus episode, which we're going to record next week. This is January 6th as Mass Ritual. <laughs> January 666. Um, but yeah, we're going to Hopefully do... Hopefully this gets us in as much trouble as our 9-11 as Mass yeah, Ritual. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to go into uh, the details of the day now that there's been like so much testimony Oh my god! Uh, there's a really awesome Wikipedia page. There's a, there's a Wikipedia page. It's just the timeline of events, like it leading leading up to it, and then the day of, and it's fascinating because it'll be like, you know, three forty two p.m. and then it's like seven bullet points below it, and then it's like three forty four p.m. and it's <laughs> like there's just so much shit happening the whole time. All these fucking frantic phone calls, like begging Trump to tweet something, <laughs> and like Nancy Pelosi like telling Mike Pence not to get in the Secret Service car. It's like Maybe they so should fucking hang Mike weird. <laughs> it's so crazy. So yeah, we'll we'll go through all of that, and some of our old friends from like the Oath Keepers will will make appearances, obviously, in that episode. So uh, and uh, I'll, I'll plug plug one thing that's happening locally. If uh, if you're uh, in the in the area, um, the uh, uh, October twenty second. That is a Friday, I think. Um, I think it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday, I think. Uh, at four p.m., uh, I'm going to be uh, talking uh, to Raina Lipschitz, author of "The Rise of a New Left: The Future: How Young Radicals Are Shaping the Future of American Politics." Uh, um, uh, at um, uh, 386 First Street in Troy will be Fuck uh, yeah. Uh, there'll be a sliding scale donation for the for the club that that's hosting it. Um, and uh, and yeah, so the, it's a co-sponsored by the James Connolly Social Club and uh, the Troy DSA. We'll be uh, talking about um, uh, uh, her and I will be talking about uh, the the rise of a new left and and, and young young uh, leftist political activists. Without too many spoilers, yeah. um, are the kids all right? Uh, they're pretty good. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I think so. Nice. 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 So yeah, we'll tweet it. We'll, we'll tweet out details from that too. Um, give the give the address and stuff so yeah. that people can find it. And uh, in order to get that information, you're going to want to find us on Twitter. Ironweeds Pod. And with something on Instagram too, why not? Ironweeds Pod. And send us an email, why don't you? At Ironweeds Pod. At gmail.com. <laughs> Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace.